I wonder how much repenting it takes, Mary Alice said. Shh, came from all directions. Mary Alice looked over her shoulder. Well, it's something some people need to know. You all shut up, I said to the two. You're disturbing everybody in the theater. I handed the popcorn to Mary Alice. Here. On the screen, ghosts pushed their way between the mourners. For a moment, I was confused. Then I remembered they were characters who had died during the earlier part of the movie. Sort of like our town, I realized, minus the umbrellas. The camera panned on the guilty man as he sneaked into the back of the church. His shifty eyes, slicked back hair, and bow tie were a dead giveaway. Look at there, Patricia Ann. Mary Alice poked me in the arm. You'd think he'd be ashamed to show his face. He'll get his comeuppance, the woman in front assured us. Shh, the people around us again demanded. I'd had enough distractions. I spotted an aisle seat several rows back and moved while Father O'Reilly was intoning, Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To you do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. Unfortunately, Mary Alice realized the seat beside her was empty. Mouse, she whispered my nickname loudly. Mouse, the woman in front squealed. Mouse, there was a lot of shuffling for belongings, then a general exodus for the doors. In the commotion, I almost missed seeing the ghosts usher the villain from the chapel for his comeuppance, which, as far as I could tell, consisted of him being ushered to hell by some black goblins. A religiously eclectic movie, to say the least. Now that was some movie, Mary Alice said when the lights came on in the nearly empty theater, and she had come up the aisle to meet me. I swear, though... I don't think I've ever seen so much talking. Then all that coming and going? Somebody ought to complain to the manager. Let's go get some frozen yogurt, I suggested quickly. The theater manager's office was probably already filled with disgruntled patrons complaining about rodents. Okay. Chocolate and vanilla swirl, though. Last time you talked me into getting apricot that tasted like figs. Yuck. I can't even imagine how they got apricot yogurt to taste like figs. They were tropical apricots, I said. Maybe they're supposed to taste like figs. I followed Mary Alice through the lobby and down the street, drafting like a race car. My sister is six feet tall and admits to weighing 250. I'm almost 5'1 and weigh 105. At some point in the 60 years we have been sisters, I latched on to the theory of aerodynamics, which simplifies my keeping up with her. Shouldn't make any difference. They're always doing apricots that way, though, like they can't quite get them right. Remember that lipstick I bought a couple of weeks ago called Apricot Splendor? turned out pink as a boiled shrimp in spite of the fancy way they put the U in splendor. You want it? It's too light for me. Sure, pass it along. Mary Alice opened the door of yogurt, please, and cool air rushed out to greet us. 
It was the first week of June, but in Alabama that summer, the thermometer in front of the bank across the street read 89. Get us a table, she said. I'll get the yogurt. This is my treat. You got the movie. Don't be silly. Will Alec will pay for this one. We grinned at each other. Will Alec was her first husband, the one with, I believe, all the Coca-Cola stock. Sister has been married three times and widowed three times. All three husbands were rich, 28 years older than she was, and adored her. Let him pay, I agreed. I found a table at the back of the shop and sat down with the sense of unreality one has coming from a movie in the afternoon. I glanced at my watch. Three o'clock. My husband, Fred.